This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to being home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. This episode of the Black Girl Boss Podcast is brought to you by FreshBooks. FreshBooks is a super simple invoicing solution that lets you create and send slick, professional-looking invoices in seconds. I personally use FreshBooks in my business to send invoices to my clients, to send recurring invoices to monthly clients. I use it to track my expenses. I actually switched over um, from using QuickBooks to using FreshBooks. And to be honest, that not just because they're a sponsor, but I truly love FreshBooks because it's just super duper easy. It's very user friendly. So I can log on to my FreshBooks dashboard and see exactly what my business, how my business is doing. Um, I can see uh, when my invoices are
are going to be sent out. I can see what invoices are past due, who I need to follow up with, all of that good stuff. So I love FreshBooks. It allows me, I can take a picture of my receipt, upload it right into FreshBooks, and it'll track all of my expenses for me. And to be honest, my favorite part about FreshBooks, though, is that if I need to have a question or if I need help with anything, I can just call and talk to a real person. I know a lot of um, these invoicing softwares, you got to call and, and, and deal with these automated systems. So FreshBooks, somebody picks up super quick and I get to talk to a live person and get help on what I'm looking for. So I definitely suggest that for all of you guys that are trying to get better with your expenses, get find a new invoicing solution um, or just find a better way to run your business on the back end. Definitely check out FreshBooks for free for 30 days by just going on www.gofreshbooks.com slash blackgirlboss and enter blackgirlboss podcast in the how did you hear about us section. So one more time, go to www.gofreshbooks.com slash blackgirlboss. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of, and actually the last time that this podcast will be known as the Black Girl Boss Podcast. I'm like literally cheesing as I'm talking to you guys and and I just feel so full and happy right now because of all the amazing things that is going to happen as a result of this show, like not just for me, but for you guys. I mean, even the emails that I've gotten over the last couple of weeks from new listeners, from people who are, I call you black girl boss OGs, people who've been listening from the very beginning, just all of the emails and the DMs and the comments and things like that. Like, I really, really just have to thank you guys so much for all the support. I mean, I know we talk about making God the CEO of your business, but it is so scary when you do that. And I'm going to talk about like my prayer journal a lot in this episode. And I was reading through it last night as I was kind of preparing what I was going to talk about today and just reading back over like my thoughts. I remember uh, around the end of last year, um, maybe around like the fourth quarter, not so not too close to the end, but the home stretch of 2017. And I was writing in my journal, like, you know, God, I, I feel you pulling me in this direction, but I'm afraid. Like, what if people don't listen to the show anymore? Like, what if this show is a failure? What if this or what if that? Like, I was legitimately scared. And I'm going to talk about this in an episode too. But even in the beginning, when God was didn't necessarily tell me the big picture of why the podcast needed to change yet or what exactly exactly it was going to change into yet, but kind of just giving me those little instructions that he tends to do uh, just to see if I'm going to be obedient. And just um, even with those instructions, it made me nervous so much so that I procrastinated a lot on some of the things that I was supposed to do. But eventually I ended up doing them and got more clarity on where this show was is, is going. So 
just to hear all the affirming words from you guys, the confirmation from you guys, the emails and and how the show, especially with the direction it's been going in the last few weeks, has really impacted you and, and allowed you to grow closer with God, allow you to, to really make significant changes in your life. I really just want to say thank you so much for telling me <laughs> because, you know, a lot of times people impact us in positive ways and we never say anything, but, and we don't realize just how draining and how hard it can be on somebody um, when they're walking in their assignment for God. I mean, for me, this past week was very difficult because I was just kind of worn out and weary and anxious this week because I knew I was doing the right thing for God. I knew I was being obedient to what God wanted me to do, but I also just kind of felt like, well, where do where does what I want fall into that? You know what I mean? Like I I want these things. God may not have said, you know, this is for you or whatever, but it's certain things that I want, you know, and, and I've kind of felt like, well, God, I'm doing what you want me to do. So where does, was does my desires fall? You know, you say you're going to give me the desires of my heart, but it's some things that I desire as well. Like, so how does that relate into the big picture? So just that level of like confusion, um, anxiousness, not wanting to mess this up because not only do I, I appreciate the impact that I'm making in you got in you guys's lives. It comes with a level of responsibility and a level of responsibility that I do not take lightly at all. I never want to be in a position where I'm pouring into people and I'm not right. You know, I take it as a great deal of responsibility that you guys let me into your life every week and I don't take it lightly at all. And so because of that, sometimes it does come with on my end, like, Okay, I hope I'm doing this right. You know, I'm hope I'm saying the right things. I hope, you know, just I just want to make sure that I'm giving you everything that you need because because I'm allowing God to use me and because God wants to use me, I know that lives are going to be impacted and I don't want any decision that I make or any mistake that I make because I'm going to make them or anything like that to cost anybody else that listens to me anything. And so it, it does come with a weight, you know, and something I learned this weekend, spending time with God and continuing on that spiritual journey is that when you are obedient to God, you have the right to ask him for the desires of your heart. You know, he's going to bless you with what you want because um, because you're being obedient. I mean, the Bible even says, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and, and good things will be added unto you. So the things that I want are going to come to me because I am seeking God first. And so that was some confirmation that I got this week from a really, really good friend of mine who called me. She didn't really even call me for nothing. And we ended up on a phone for like four hours and that one thing that she said was exactly what I needed to help make me feel better and kind of get out the little funk that I was in when we first uh, started talking so yeah I just wanted to say before we get into the episode thank you guys just thank you so much for allowing me into your life every single week I know this is a podcast and you know the typical podcast is just all about creating content the business this that and the other but I don't take this lightly and I just want you guys to to truly hear my heart when I say thank you um so yeah, so let's get into today's episode, shall we? The title of today's episode is Blessed and Bossed 
up. Now, I named it this for a couple reasons. One, because that's obviously relates to what we're going to be talking about, but also because that's going to be the name of the podcast moving forward. And so I'm going to keep it as the Black Girl Boss podcast for this week so y'all could get caught up and listen to the episode and know what's to come. But after today, after this week, um, yeah, after this week, because we are going to have the mini-sode on Wednesday, but after this week, starting next week, we're going to be called Blessed and Bossed Up. So the full name is Blessed and Bossed Up with Tatum Tamia, but that's a little long. So it's just going to be called uh, the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast for short. And I'm excited. So you guys will kind of start to see the Instagram name is going to change to Blessed and Bossed Up. The website domain is going to be changed to Blessed and Bossed Up. And it, it works now. So if you go to blessedandbossedup.com, it's going to just take you to Black Girl Boss. Com. So I'm going to leave it like that for a while. So both domains go to the same place. So if you forget and you like, oh, I ended up going to black blackgirlbosses.com instead, it's just going to take you to the right place anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's the new name of the show. All of the visual aspects looks the same. Um, I got the new logo done last month and it looks the same as the logo now, to be honest. So visually, you probably aren't going to notice the visual difference, but the name is going to be different. So you don't have to do anything for you guys that are subscribed to us. You don't have to do anything uh, that the... Technical terms The RSS feed name Is going to be changed So When you log into The podcast app On iTunes It's just going to say uh, Blessed and bossed up As opposed to Black girl boss podcast But it Literally the graphic Looks the same So you probably Won't even notice So just in case you do And you're looking at your phone Like What When did I describe to this It's just your girl Just the, the podcast name Has changed uh, But today I wanted to really talk about How we got to this point you know what I mean? So for our Black Girl Boss OGs, y'all remember us from day one, January 2nd, 2017, the first episode, the pilot episode of the Black Girl Boss podcast with myself and Milan. And we just talked about our goals for the year. We talked about various aspects of our entrepreneurial journey thus far. We talked about other Black Girl Bosses. We had like, we talked about different things that were going on in the world. Like that's where we started. So you might be thinking... How did we get here? You know, how do we get to the point where now it's about making God the CEO of your business? We still got the business part down packed, but uh, now we we're talking about God more. And so I really wanted to go over that in today's episode so you understand how we arrived to this point in the show. So back in 2016, I started a prayer journal and I had to go get it because I, I filled it up, but I had to find it. I don't like to get rid of journals because I always want a reference point to go back and kind of relive how I was feeling at certain moments. Um, so I started this prayer journal because I wanted an outlet for my thoughts and my feelings. And I wanted to be able to, like I said, go back over time and see my progress, kind of revisit how I was feeling at certain points and 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 compare that to how far I've come and how I'm feeling right now. And 
starting a prayer journal for me, it also reminded me of what God is doing. Because a lot of times when you're knee deep in life, you know, you have all these things going on. It's the hustle and bustle of just life in general, not even just business, but life as a whole. You can you can forget what God is doing or forget what God has told you. So keeping a record of of different downloads I might get from God or keeping a record of uh, notes from sermons that I've I've um, watched and taken notes on and just keeping a record of what God is doing in my life. I can actually go back and reference it and be like, man, I've come far because I don't I don't know how many of you guys are like me, but I've I've also I've always been like so caught up in progress that I didn't always smell the roses. And so keeping a prayer journal allowed me to smell the roses. It allowed me to appreciate and not forget what I've done um, and, and be nice to myself. As my girl Tish would say, it's allowed me to be nice to myself and really document my wins. So I wanted to kind of go back to give you guys like an example of what that looks like. So let me open this up. And this journal is so beat up. I've like spilled coffee on it. I've spilled water on it. So some of it is smudged. Like it's, I've been through some things with this journal, but I think it's a representation of the time that I spent uh, in this journal and the the experiences that I went through throughout this journal. But the first on the first page of the journal it is dated October 11th, 2016. And this is when I first started the journal. And I wrote things that I'm believing in God for. Number one was a husband. Now, to give you context at this time, my uh, fiance I, we knew each other and we were like dating, but you know, it was like the beginning. It was the early stages. I was still like, you know, I like you, but if you're not the one that God has for me, I'm totally cool with cutting you off. Like that, that was just my mood. But, um, yeah, so we were dating, but it wasn't, it was nowhere near like, Oh, this is my future husband. He was just the guy. He was my main joint at the time. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so the first thing what I was believing in God for, I wrote down was a husband. Number two, I wrote down successful business and I put in parentheses full time entrepreneur. Now, again, to give you context at that time, it's October of 2016. I had launched my youth program, the Queen Academy in January of 2016. And we were in our second semester as an after school program. So at this time, I had a business coach and I was kind of really just as just really praying to be able to leave my job and be a full-time entrepreneur. But in my circumstances, I didn't know where that was going to come from. And a few months actually before writing this down, I had wrote out my resignation letter for my job and put it on my wall. So this was kind of me reaffirming what I was believing in God for, which was to be a full-time entrepreneur. And then number three was financial freedom. And I wrote uh, that I wanted, I didn't want to live paycheck to paycheck anymore because the struggle was real at that time. I was paying for a, a business coach, which wasn't cheap. I was living by myself in Northern Virginia, which is not cheap. And I mean, I was independent, like taking care of myself. And so, um, money was tight. So living paycheck to paycheck was something I wasn't used to because growing up, I was spoiled. You know, my my mom was successful in a network marketing company. So we had money growing up and I was used to getting or having everything that I needed and then also everything that I wanted. So when it came to me living on my own, understanding that the money that your folks got don't translate into you as an independent adult, I had to realize, oh man, like I need to 
live off of my actual means and not the means that was afforded to me for so long. But um, yeah, so I wanted financial freedom. I I didn't want to downgrade the lifestyle that I was used to because I couldn't afford it. So I was just really believing in God for a business that would be able to provide a comfortable lifestyle for me. Like I didn't really care about having like the designer things. I just, if I wanted to get something, I wanted to be able to get it. Like, I don't like to be like, I can't afford that. You will never, ever hear me say that. Even if I can't afford something, I would never say it because I don't like that feeling. I always want to just be able to get something if I want it. Um, So I guess that's the spoiled brat in me, but it is what it is. So I, I wanted to be able to have that financial freedom to where I can be able to, if I see some shoes, I'd be like, oh, those are cute. I want those. And I don't have to be like, let me call uh Navy Federal to see if I can afford it. So uh, yeah, so those are the three things that I wrote down on October 11. And I went back at the end of last year and as I was finishing up this journal and because this journal is super thick, it's a lot of pages in it. So it actually lasted me up until like December of 2017. So a little over a year. And I went back and I wrote down in different inks. So I know that it was an update that I got engaged on December 18. And thank God the the person I was in a relationship with um, at that time and is my fiance and soon to be husband. Uh, I asked God for a full time entrepreneurship, like I said, and, and May 3rd was when I walked out of my nine to five. And it's been that I don't know how many months that is, but I haven't even needed to look at job applications since then or job postings like job. Anything has not crossed my mind because it's not a need at all. So God was able to bless me with the opportunity to be a full time entrepreneur and stay that way thus thus far. And then number three was financial freedom. Now, I'm not balling by any means, but I'm comfortable. I can do things that I want to do, you know, so. This is important for me, you know, and and looking back at this journal, this was an integral part in my growth with God. For you guys that's been listening to this podcast for a while, I talk about my prayer journal all the time. And this journal has really, really been the foundation of my relationship with God. And that's and this was the start of how we got to this point in this podcast as well, because if I was to even go back to some pages And actually, I'm actually going to go back to that a little bit later in the show. But um, yeah, so that was really the foundation of me building my relationship, my real relationship with God and getting to the point that I'm at today. And a lot of people ask me like, well, how do you know that you're hearing from God? Like, I, I, I think I hear from God, but I'm not sure. Or I want to hear from God, but I'm not sure how. And th- these were my exact questions around this time. I started this journal so that I can document my, my growth with God journey. And so one thing that I did so that I can understand how to hear God for myself is I read Joyce Meyer's book, How to Hear from God. It's pretty straightforward in the title. Um, And that book was awesome. She talked about how God speaks to people in different ways. Some people God speaks to in dreams. Some people God speaks to through nature. Some people may hear an audible voice of God. Some people God may uh, you they may hear from God in in the form of like a a small voice or thoughts or things like that. So I had to to really 
get to know how people hear from God generally and then pray and ask God, like, can you speak to me so I know that it's you? And so that was my prayer as well for a long time. And I learned over time how God speaks to me. So for me, God normally speaks to me. He speaks to me when I'm in my quiet time. So when I'm sitting on the floor in my closet, um, writing in my journal, and then I just am silent for I pray, I write in my journal, and then I just sit still. And that's when I hear from God. And I know it's God because he speaks to me in a form of like thoughts. So if we thinking practically, it sounds like my voice in my head. But I know that it's not me because half of the stuff I wouldn't have even wouldn't have even thought of. So I, I do know when it is God speaking to me. And if I'm not sure, because there are times where I'm not sure, then I wait for confirmation, you know, and it's okay to wait for confirmation. So if somebody says something to me and I, and, and it automatically resonates with something that I heard in my quiet time, okay, cool. That's confirmation. Or if I'm watching a sermon and they're speaking about something that, um, that I was praying about or something that I felt like I heard in my quiet time, then that's confirmation. I always ask God for confirmation and I always wait for it because if I'm not sure, the last thing I want to do is make up my own confirmation or be out here just doing anything because I'm, because I'm not sure. So I really wait and, um, I wait for confirmation and also other people will confirm things to you. You know, I have, I have people who are spiritually mature that I trust with certain things. So my friend, let's say Tiana might call me and be, and have something for me. Um, that God wanted to relate to me. Or if me and her are on the phone, she may say something that immediately speaks to something that I was struggling with and she might not even know. You know what I mean? Or I may have um, somebody fasting with me for something that I'm waiting, that I want clarity on. And something more recent was definitely this podcast that I needed clarity on um, that I'm, I'm going to talk about. But that having them pray and fast for me and they'd be like, Hey, this is what I got. So it's, it's important to have that confirmation from others in the beginning. And I knew that. And another way to fact check, if you're hearing from God is to line it up with the word. So use the Bible as like a, a, a measuring stick on if what you're hearing is of God. And what I do is because I tell you all the time, I'm no Bible scholar. I'm slowly but surely getting through it and learning stuff, but I will Google, let's say I'm struggling with, um, anxiety. I will Google. What does the Bible say about anxiety? And find scriptures and whichever one stands out the most to me and resonates in my heart, like I feel it in my spirit, then I'm like, okay, that's the one for me. Or if it was something about like business. So let's take, for example, when I left my job. I left my job because God told me it was time to leave my job. I was not ready to leave my job on May. I I put in my resignation April 3rd and I left May 3rd. So I can have a full month of pay. But um when it was time for me to leave my job, I wasn't ready. I was planning on leave my leaving my job in the summertime because that made more financial sense for my plan. But I was actually at an event and I'm going to be speaking at this event this year again. Um, but I was at an event and that I was speaking at and I just felt 
in my spirit is time. And I could not shake this, this is time. Like I just kept hearing it's time, it's time, it's time. And, and it wasn't about anything specifically, but I knew exactly what it meant. And I just felt it in my heart that it was time. And it scared me because it was like, uh, what do you mean it's time? Your girl ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in a position. And so what I realized was when I kind of like digested that and was trying to fact check on if that was God or not was if I would have left my job when I planned to, it wouldn't have required faith. So because I left when I was not ready, then, then I would have, I would have had to have nothing to do, but rely on God and trust him. And that's what made me feel like, okay, this is why it's time. Because up until that point, my business acumen had got me to where I was at. Like my intelligence had got me to where I was at. I'm, I'm very smart. So that had taken me far, you know, but it was time for me to stop relying on myself and start relying on and start relying on God. And that was the first step. So I ended up leaving my job and I promise you a bill never went um, unpaid. It because I came close, um, but a bill never went unpaid. I was always taken care of. I don't know how some things happen. I would literally get an opportunity. Like I got this opportunity one time, y'all. I had this bill and this was like right when I left my job. I was launching my coaching business at, at the time, but I wasn't like taking, I wasn't having clients at that time. This was like right when I was rolling it out. So I had, and I was already done with my job, you know, so all the money that I had from my last months of pay and all that was just like going and going and going with nothing coming in. And so, um, I had got, I had this one bill. It was, uh, I ain't gonna tell you how much it was, but it was this one bill that was X amount of dollars. And, I had got an opportunity. Somebody hit me up and was like, hey, can you come speak at this event? This, you know, this is how much I can give you as compensation. Like, is this cool? And it was the exact amount that I needed for that bill. And I was like, wow, you know, God really does provide. I didn't go out and make that happen. I didn't go out and drive Uber or anything like that to try to make that happen. I literally put all my trust in God because I had in my mind, I'm like, look, let me clean out my trunk because I mean, I got a a pretty new car. So I know if all else fails, I can go haul some people around for a little bit and make this work if need be. I ain't I ain't got no pride. My pride is not like that to where I'm about to be out here hungry when I'm able to make things happen. So it was like if need be I'm going you know make it happen but the lesson in that was for me to really rely on God and so when I had got that bill the the money for that um, speaking engagement and it was the exact amount for that bill I said okay I, I see what's going on here and that was that was confirmation It was a little late because I was already on my job, but it was additional confirmation that I would I did exactly what I should have done. And God has done nothing but exactly what he said he would do ever since then. And so, um, yeah, it's important to really just build up. And also, in order for you to hear from God, you have to have a relationship with him. You know, just like if if you let's say for our parents out there, if your child, every kid is calling a mother, mom, mommy, however they say it. But you know, when is your child that calls your name out of all the kids that may be out there, you know, when is your kid because you, you are that 
close to your child. So it's the same thing with your relationship with God. You got to build that up so you can be able to know like, oh, that was God right there. And it's not going to happen without that relationship. And the really awesome thing about God, too, is that he knows that you may not be in a position to understand or be confident that you're hearing his voice. So he will make sure that he gets messages to you. You know what I mean? It's after you start developing that that um, relationship to know his voice and you don't listen that the problem comes because once he knows he can reach you and you and you choose not to listen, then that's when that's when you got a problem because that's when the disobedience happens. But if you genuinely just ain't there yet and you don't know how to hear from God, he's not going to fault you for that. He's going to get the message to you that you need. But you also have to take responsibility and building up that relationship. And for me, in the beginning of my relationship with God, in the beginning of me keeping this journal, I thought that if I was to just go to church, be involved in the church, don't uh, drink, smoke, have sex, all of these things that the Bible say, if I don't do all these things, then somehow God was going to just bless me just because of that. And I had to quickly learn that God wanted to work on the insides of me, like all that stuff that people try to condemn you for. All of that stuff is going to fall off once you get the inside right, because otherwise you're going to just be chopping down trees that the roots are still there. So they just going to grow back, you know, so it's important that you really get the roots right first. Get yourself planted, plant yourself in the in the word, plant yourself in your relationship with God, plant yourself in environments that help you grow so that you can develop those roots um, uh, underneath the soil. And so that's what I had to do. And that's what this prayer journal really allowed me to do was develop my roots, separate myself because it's paper, because it's old school pen and a book. I don't need nothing digitally. I don't have any, any um, distractions. It's just me, God and his journal. And I'm writing down how I feel. You know, God knows how I feel anyway, but I'm able to just write it down and just get it all out. Write down my prayers, write down my answer prayers. I'm able to write down the things I'm afraid of, write down things I just won't tell anybody else and things that are just between me and God. And it allowed me to really get my roots together. Uh, and for a lot of you, and I know that this is a fact, this is why this podcast is evolving the way that it is. A lot of you are going to get your confirmation from this podcast because God is trying to reach you, but you're too busy trying to grow your business that you can't hear from him. So then he makes people like me get on a business podcast and talk about God because he needs to get a message to you. And then you're going to get it. And as a result of you getting it from listening to this podcast, you're going to be blessed. You're going to grow in your relationship with God. You're going to be able to hear from him not just from me, but from you. You're going to be able to hear him for for yourself and be able to apply the things that you hear from him uh, into your business and start seeing the fruits of it. Like it's it's amazing how this thing with God works when when you allow him to really be the CEO of your business. Like seriously, when I'm going to tell y'all about this prayer journal, I missed I, I mentioned it last episode, but I'm going to tell you really what it's about here. But God gave me the idea for this. I literally like started posting it on my social media on Friday when it was done. But and I, I knew that I was going to talk about it on today's episode, but I just started posting it. And the amount of orders that came in over just the weekend, like I'm chilling. My birthday is next week. So I've been spending time with like my family and stuff because I'm gonna be out of town. But like I'm chilling, hanging out and I look through my emails. It's just orders, 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 orders. I'm like, wow. All I did was post it. 
All I did was post it, but it's going to be when you listen to God and do what he says, you'll, you'll see the instant results and the instant blessings of that. Like I told y'all before, when I, when I started changing the content of this show to what God wanted it to be, the audience doubled in a couple weeks. Like what? This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the numbers of just the first week of February and they're the same numbers of like December in the first week. The whole like what? So who knows what these numbers going to look like when this is over? But I'm just grateful because when you align yourself with what God wants you to do, then he expands your territory like you ask. You know what I mean? He expands your territory. He he gives he gives you the things that you're looking for, the things that you're asking for so that you can tell other people that it came from him. Anything that at this point with my business, I'm great at business. Do not get me wrong. But if any soup crazy, well, not if, when when crazy supernatural opportunities happen for me, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, this came from God. This 100% came from God. All I did was position myself where I needed to be and stay committed to putting him first. And and this journal was really a foundation for that for me because it provided a safe space for just me and God. Everything that involves me and God's relationships are on the pages of this book. And it's just us. And and I'm able to really just, I've been able to go back and look over the things that I've written. Like, wow, I remember being in that place, but I'm so far from that now. Like I remember writing in a journal where God had me turning down clients when I didn't have any, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's crazy, but to see where I'm at now from there is, is amazing. But anyway, Let's get back to how we got here, right? So the evolution of this podcast, like I said, we started in January 2nd of 2017. And so around summer 2017, um, and and, back to the journal though, really, really quick. The only reason I'm able to tell y'all the timeline of this is because I wrote it down. My memory is trash. I do not remember stuff like this, but shout out to just having that document. But anyway, summer around summer 17 is when God started to speak to me about the shift in the podcast. So the first thing he told me that was going to happen before before I knew that God was going to be a part of the show, before I know this was going to be called the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, before I knew any of that, he told me that the show, I was going to do the show by myself. Now, if I'm being 100% transparent, when I got the idea of the show, one of the main reasons why I wanted to do the show with uh, other people, because it was three of us at first, and then the other one didn't work out. So it was me, just me and Milan. But the reason why I wanted to have co-hosts in the first place was because I didn't think anybody wanted to listen to me. I didn't think anybody wanted to listen to me by myself. I'm not a superficial person one bit. Um, I'm super deep most of the time. Like I like to look at things beyond what the surface level is. I like to have meaningful conversations. I'm relatively quiet unless I have something of value to say. So when I'm actually talking, which is of course on every episode, it's always going to be about something of substance because that's just my personality. We're not about to be out here talking about like nobody's outfits or what uh, the shave room is posted or anything like that. That's not what I like to talk about. And 
me understanding that and understanding like how different that may be. And especially in today's generation, I didn't think nobody wanted to talk, talk about that type of stuff. You know, I read books. I didn't think anybody cared about that. So I, I wanted, it was my insecurity that, uh, that made me feel like I needed to have, um, co-hosts. And so when, and, and the show went well, don't get me wrong. The show went very well. Me and Milan's my girl. She's going to be in my wedding. Like it's nothing against like her, but that was just my thought process in the beginning so when God came to me and was saying that the show I was going to do the show by myself I was kind of like I went back to that insecure state like well who's going to listen to me by myself you know who who wants to to listen to that so it was very scary for me and it was something that I really had I was really like procrastinating on bringing up to like Milan or anything like that and it was something I kept getting confirmation on because I was like nah that's not true like you know we it's it's not gonna happen um we gonna keep doing this together forever you know what I mean you and me us never part like you know the color purple so um but I kept getting confirmation like you know you're gonna do that podcast by yourself or you know that this and this that and I kept telling people can y'all stop talking to me about this (laughs) for real like can you please stop talking to me about this because God was trying to tell me you may not be listening to me but you know that this is what's going to happen and so of course Milan moved into uh, she didn't know she was moving to Atlanta when we started this you know so Milan moving to Atlanta and things like that that's how it unfolded that's how it unfolded with me doing this show by myself and it just shows that God is really going to have his way but I would be lying to you if I didn't say that I wasn't scared you know what I mean I was nervous because I'm like what if it just tanks you know what I mean Milan and I bring different aspects to the show and it worked well it, it worked very well and we were genuinely friends. So we were able to really bring in this uh, two, two good girlfriends talking about business aspect to the show because that was real life. So it was like me doing this by myself. Like, God, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm scared. And I don't know, that's that must be for somebody why I keep saying that, because it's OK to be scared. How you feel doesn't have anything to do with what you do. That's where discipline comes in. Your emotions should never affect your action. So you can be scared all you want to. It's okay. You know, the Bible says when you are weak is when God is made stronger. So it's okay if you're afraid, but you have to do it anyway. There, there are people relying on you doing it anyway. Like, I don't know what would have happened if I would have chose not to listen to God and we would have figured out how to make this work with her um, not being in the area and we still doing the show the way it was. I probably would have something. It wouldn't have been where it is right now. I can tell you that we wouldn't have been able to double the audience in one month. I can tell you that right now. So it's important to really listen to God and be scared because he's going to show you he's going to give you those little wings that you're on the right path so for whoever that's scared to do something that God told you to do I'm giving you permission right now to do it and seriously just do it and one thing I do every time before I cut this little recorder on and start talking is I really I really pray and ask God to speak through me and to allow me to minimize 
anything that's of Tatum and allow him to maximize himself and me. So even if that means I got to go off whatever my little notes say to say something, or I got to keep coming back to something, then I'm cool with that because this isn't about me. It's about you guys that's listening. So for some reason, I keep going back to how I was scared to do this. So this must be for somebody who's battling with fear right now. So again, if this is for you, like, Go ahead and do what God told you to do. It's okay to be afraid. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So, okay, so that was the summer when he told me that I was going to be doing it by myself and I was not having it. <laughs> and so they can't come December. So Milan and I already knew that we was going, that this was happening maybe uh, in the fall. We talked about it. And so then we were like, all right, cool. You know, she was going to be moving in December or January. I think she moved. She officially moved in January. So we knew she was going to be moving in the December, January time. So we was like, okay, cool. We'll finish it out to the end of the year. And then uh, we'll just start the new year fresh. And so that's what we did. We told you guys in December that the, that I was going to be doing it by myself. She was moving to Atlanta, all that good stuff. So then when it came to December, I was like, all right, God, like, well, how you want this to go? And one thing that God told me to do in December was kind of like rest because normally in December is when me, especially, and I know a lot of you guys are like this too, where we get into heavy planning mode for the new year. Like these are my goals. It's what I'm going to do. You break it down the court. Like you got the whole plan going on for the year. And God didn't want me to do that because what happens is when you plan too much, you leave no room for God to have any say so. So uh, God wanted me to really just rest in December so that I can be able to hear direction on what it is that I'm supposed to do next, do next clearly. So I was like, okay. So everything I had planned to do in December, I didn't do. I did go on vacation though. So I figured that's as restful as I can get. But um, so yeah, so I was chilling. And then on December 4th is when I found out about the trademark problem for the podcast. So again, remember, I, I was journaling. I knew that the podcast was going to make an adjustment in the new year. I knew that I was going to be doing it by myself, but I was still unsure and praying for clarity. And something else I did, I don't. I tell y'all that I do this, but something else I did during this journaling period too was um, I began fasting and I wrote down every, every Monday I write down things that I'm fasting about. And at the end of the day, as I, as I go and spend time with God before I eat or break the fast is when I write down like any confirmations or downloads that I get or anything like that. So um, yeah, around that time I was really fasting and praying specifically for the podcast to know what was coming next. And so uh, December 4th was when I found out about the trademark issue. Now, this is another gem that a lot of times problems aren't problems. They are blessings, but we look at it as a problem and we get all caught up in the issue as opposed to looking into what God is trying to tell us. So when I first found out about the trademark issue, I was like, I was praying for God to make it go through. If I'm being real, I wasn't looking at it like a blessing. I was looking at it like a problem. I was like, God, I'm fasting. Please let this trademark go through this, that and the other. And so what I got was on that fasting day in December was God was like, I said that I was going to make your name great. Uh, A trademark doesn't have anything to do with that. So I was kind of like, okay. (laughs) so what does that mean, though? So I was like, all right, well, obviously, 
either I need to change the name of the show or or this trademark is going to go through like one or two things is going to happen here so I was kind of like torn still with that but remember I'm I'm resting in this month I was told to rest in this month I wasn't supposed to be trying to find solutions to my problems I was supposed to let them be and watch God do his thing that was my task for the whole month of December so around December so on December 21st shout out to this journal because that's the only way I know the date December 21st I was on vacation I was actually was engaged at this time. So I was on vacation and stuff was like happening in my personal life, which was awesome. I got engaged on December 19th. So the 21st was when we was coming back from, um, from where were we coming from? Mexico. But my fiance and I, we we were on different flights coming back from vacation. He had like a he had like some points or something with United. So he used his points for his flight. And I think I flew back on uh southwest or something i don't know we was not on the same flight though so i I was i was forced to have time by myself on the flight so as i'm as i'm on the plane i'm like still journaling i'm listening to like a sermon podcast and so i was journaling and then in my journal i got the name blessed and bossed up and so i was like oh i kind of like that like that's kind of cute blessed and bossed up okay all right thanks god and matter of fact, let me back up a little bit. I skipped over this part. So that was December 21st when I got that confirmation about the name. But on December 8th, I want to read this from to you guys right out of my prayer journal. Um, December 8th, this was before I went on vacation. So I said, dear God, and a lot of times for me, it's easy for me to just treat God like a person so that I can really maximize our relationship. So a lot of times I write in my journal, dear God entries. So I'm able to just just talk to him like you know he's a normal person so I wrote dear God my current mood is drained I'm in a constant battle to deny my flesh and my fix-it mentality in order to obey you and actually rest and trust while it's easier for me now it's still not easy this trademark thing has my head spinning it seems like the more I rest the more I think which makes me more exhausted Um, I put some personal stuff in here. So let me skip over that. Um, I says, nevertheless, God, I'm so grateful, grateful that no matter how I feel, I know you're going to steer me in the right direction. I know that you're going to show me what to do next with black girl boss. And it's going to be better than I ever imagined. I know I'm feeling this way because my testimony is going to transform others lives and businesses. And then I said, you know, Lord, I cast down the spirit of worry. I cast down everything the devil has planned to distract me. I thank you in advance. I thank you in advance for the unexpected clarity, answers, increase, new money, new opportunities, etc. that are on the way. Despite how I feel right now, despite how drained and exhausted I am, I know that you got me and I appreciate it. So I wrote that on December 8th. So and then I fasted on December 8th eighth too and one of the things I fasted about was clarity for black girl boss brand so I'm praying I'm writing down my emotions I'm fasting so then fast forward to December 21st was when I had got the answer that I was looking for which was the name of the podcast and so that's kind of like a real life example chronologically so I'm telling y'all how I was feeling each step along the way about what it's practically like when you're making God the CEO of your business and why it's so important to keep the journal so you can be able to write these things down. 
also, um, yeah, so then we fast forward to the new year. A lot of I had a lot going on in the new year, so I moved and stuff like that in the beginning of the year. So my year ain't really start until like after the first or second week of the year. So January 4th was my moving day. I told y'all God speaks to me when I'm doing when I'm doing other things. He also he speaks to me when I'm when I'm in my quiet time, but he gives me ideas and stuff when I'm like on a move, either driving or maybe like doing my makeup, getting dressed for the day or something. Something where my mind isn't actively searching for an idea. It just drops in. So that's how I know that it's from God too. So on January 4th, I was moving. I was in a car on my way uh, to the new apartment and that's when I got the idea for the journal. So I wrote it down in my phone real quick and then kept driving. And so then when I got when I got kind of settled in a new place, I went back to that idea and I, I prayed about it. I said, well, okay, God, you want me to do this journal. And it's important too, that you ask God when you want him, want, he wants you to do stuff so that you can make sure you're not premature, prematurely trying to make something happen in your own strength. So I asked like, okay, God, when do you want me to do this journal? So he was like, ASAP. I said, okay, cool. So I sat and in my prayer journal, I outlined how this this journal that I was creating was going to look like. And so I got it all done. Then I reached out to the designer uh, on January 7th. I let her know, you know, this is what I'm doing. Here's all the content that's needed for it. I just need you to design it, the interior as well as the cover and all of that stuff. So we, me and her have been working on that since uh, for the last, I guess the last four weeks or so. And then um, also in my prayer, my prayer time, I got, I was asking God like, well, what do you want me to do to roll out the new direction for this show? Does, I've been already changing the content some, um, talking about you more, but how am I going to like introduce the new name and things like that? And so um, we're going to be doing a challenge and I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about the challenge in a little bit, but this challenge is so awesome to where we're all going to take this black uh, not black girl bossy uh, y'all going to hear me mess up the names a little bit till I get used to saying a new one but um, we're going to take this blessed and bossed up journey together and it allows us as a podcast community to be accountable to each other it allows us to be transparent like I said this is something that I take very very seriously and I know if it wasn't for the people in my life who are, who are like minded who are on the same path of being both successful and business as well as successful in our relationship with God like if I didn't have those people in my life I probably would have been fell off so it's important really to have that accountability so this challenge is going to allow us as a as a blessed and bossed up family to really come together with like-minded individuals and that's another reason why I'm going to be doing meetups this year so that we can get off the podcast app and really meet each other um, in person so yeah so in my prayer journal now going from october to january of 2018 october of 2016 to january of 2018 i went from somebody who wanted to be married who wanted to have a successful um business who wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur etc to now almost walking into becoming pretty much all of that except for the um married part but that's coming soon so from being that person that I was at that time 
that scared person that knew that it was a, that God had a lot for me, but I wasn't sure how I was going to get to where I was, what I was believing in him for to kind of just read back on my entries over the, the last year and some change has been amazing for me. So that's kind of how we got here in the podcast. I really wanted to walk you guys through it because I know last week we talked about making God the CEO of your business, the differences between you being a CEO and God being a CEO. But I think really explaining how we got to this point in the podcast shows practically the transition that I was able to make in making God the CEO of my business. And um, as far as time wise, how that looks is I will always make time for God every single day. So whether it be before I got more disciplined and when it would be now, I do it every morning. I wake up at 530 and that's the first thing that I do. But before it might be before I went to bed, it might be during my lunch break. It may be a couple hours or hours. So excuse me, midway through the day. But I just committed myself to making sure that I spent time with him. And the journal just really allowed me to really do that. So I want to talk to you guys about of course, the journal that God had me create. So it's called God is my CEO, a prayer journal for entrepreneurs. This journal is specifically for entrepreneurs. This journal, there is no other prayer journal for entrepreneurs. FYI. Um, I checked because I wanted to make sure that God wasn't that I was hearing from God correctly and not out here trying to create something that exists already. It doesn't exist at all. Um, this journal is for that person who was where I was in October of 2016, having all of these ambitions and un- and knowing that God needed to be a part of it. But just to be honest, didn't have the discipline or didn't really know how to make God the CEO of my business. Didn't know how to hear from God. I felt like I was too busy to make time forgot all of those things if you would like me this journal is for you you know it's for that person who wants a real relationship with God past going to church on Sundays that person who wants that relationship not just the not just the habit of doing Christian things like going to church or going to Bible study or helping out at the church or whatever but having that real heart-centered relationship working on that root that that foundation that person who's stuck in their business and needs clarity you know God has spoken to me about other people that to to tell other people sometimes like you know the reason why you're not breaking through that glass ceiling that you keep hitting is because you're not including God in your business and until you do you're never going to and you're going to think that you failed when in essence your blessing was right on the other side of that glass ceiling you just didn't want to include God in it so you never reached it so I've had to speak that to people sometimes because that's that feeling of stuck God is what's missing and and not just the relationship with God, but the relationship with God leads you to the ability to be able to hear from him so that he can actually tell you how you can break that glass ceiling. So, yeah, that person that's stuck in their business and needs clarity and, and wants to break that glass ceiling. I, this journal is for you. Um, and to tell you guys a little bit about the actual features of the journal, because I wasn't really just trying to make something pretty and sell it to you and that just be that like it was really important for me for this journal to be functional for it to be something that you can take and really transform your relationship with God so this journal is a guided journal so like I said it's not just a pretty book with blank pages in it it's a a guided journal with actual sections so there's a section for surrendering your business and so in that section I have a space for you to write down opportunities that you're praying 
praying for, to write down the goals that you're surrendering to God. So just like me in the beginning where I said I wanted a husband, I wanted to be a full time entrepreneur and I wanted to be financially stable. Those I surrendered those to God and he made every last one of those things happen for me. So writing down the goals that you're surrendering to God and then also write a prayer for your it's a space for you to write a prayer for your business. There's also a space where you uh, can write down your million dollar ideas. So when God gives you these these ideas, you can just write those down and get them off your mind and you can pray and ask God, like I said, well, God, when do you want me to do this? And then write down when he wants you to do it in this section of the journal as well. And as you guys will see when you get it um, on each each part of this journal, I have different scriptures different scriptures that apply to that section. And I, and I made sure to get the scriptures in like a different translation. I'm not giving y'all new King James version, uh, scriptures because I can't read that stuff. I need something that speaks to me the way that I speak. So a lot of these scriptures are in different, uh, translations so that you can be able to, uh, to be able to really understand them and how it relates to what you're doing. There's also a section for answer prayers. So the stuff that you're praying for as God blesses you, you can write all of those things down or any downloads or anything that you may get from God. You can write those things down so that you're constantly in remembrance, even in the midst of a busy life. You're constantly in remembrance of what he's already done so that you can be confident that he's going to be able to do those things again. There's also like, this is actually my favorite part of the journal, but there's a space, y'all know, like in old school Bibles where in the back is like the phone book, like call Jesus. If you're feeling depressed, call Jesus, go to such and such verse, whatever it's for this emotion. So I've always liked that in the old school Bibles. And so this section of the journal is similar. It's called, I feel, but I know. And the I feel parts though are very uh, specific to business. So for example, one of them is I feel overwhelmed with my job, my business and all of my uh, responsibilities, but I know Matthew eleven twenty eight. So you can be able to go to Matthew eleven twenty eight and see what that says. Or it says, I feel worried if, if this idea is really going to work out, I feel worried if I'm really going to be successful. And then there's a, a scripture that takes you to that. Um, and it's when I feel unhappy with my finances. So there's things I included things that are very specific to common struggles of entrepreneurs. Uh, and then in addition to that, there's the actual journal pages. So there's a morning journal section and an evening journal section, and they're guided as well. So for the morning one, it says, Lord, today I thank you for, so you can start your day with a grateful heart. It says, Lord, please forgive me for. So anything that you want forgiveness for, I know for me, I'm like, Lord, please forgive me for my smart mouth because whatever, you know, that's probably on mine every single day, the smart mouth I'm trying to get under control. But um, yeah, so please forgive me for and then father, I humbly ask you for, you know, that's and I strategically made these like this because um, in the book fervent that I read, she gave us like she talked about how to pray strategically. So I, I made these prompts the way that they are so that you can automatically be strategically praying like you're not even thinking about how to pray strategically. You're already doing it because of how I set it up. And then there's a dear God section for you to be able to write down whatever it is you want to talk to God about. You can just get it all out your chest. And that's just for the morning. This really doesn't 
even take that long. All it takes is you maybe starting five minutes a day with God, 10 minutes a day with God, you know, and in the evening journal, um, it has prompts as well. So it acts like today I struggled with. So you can write down things that you struggle with and even write down what triggered that struggle so that you can be able to deal with it the next time. And also write down what you're able, what you succeeded at that day so that you can end your day with a grateful heart and end your day thinking about the positive that happened, acknowledging the things you could have done better at, but ending it with the things that you, you were able to be successful at. And then of course, at the end of the day, there's also a dear God section as well. So you can write down your feelings. And so there are, uh, so yeah, there's a morning and an evening journal page for every day. There's about a hundred of each. So it's going to, you're going to be able to really get some leeway with this journal. So it's not like super small. Um, yeah. And then in the back, there's a sermon note section. So you can take this to church. You can write down like the date, the speaker, the title and whatever notes you have. If you go to, if you go to, uh, YouTube church a lot, like me, you can be able to write down the notes that you have for the, your sermons in the back of that. But yeah, I really, really, really love this journal. Um, I love it because it was not my idea. So I'm excited because I know because God allowed me to put or gave me the idea to put this together and told me how to do it, that it's going to really bless some people. So I'm grateful to even be used by God in this way, because I don't know why he chose me, but um, I'm just grateful to be able to be used by God in this way. And, and I'm grateful for all of you guys that are going to be able to get this journal and really use it to to live this, this blessed and bossed up life lifestyle. So the journal is available now for pre-order at www.blackgirlbosses.com. It's $19.99. Uh, so it's not really an expensive thing at all. I wanted to make it affordable. Uh, so yeah, go on www.blackgirlbosses.com to pre-order it. And then if when you pre-order it, I'm going to send you a link to download the digital version because I don't want you to be waiting to receive this journal for you to actually start using it. So it's important that you get the pre-order so that I can send you the digital version so you can print out maybe the journal pages or whatever pages that you need the most at this time so that you can be able to still utilize those while you wait to receive the actual journal. Now, for the thing that I'm the most excited about, I can't even talk. The thing I'm most excited about is our blessed and bossed up challenge. I'm super duper excited about this because this is where we're able to take everything that we've been talking about over the last few weeks, everything that we've been talking about as far as growing uh, in your relationship with God and making God the CEO of your business. This is where we put it to the test. So the Blessed and Bossed Up Challenge is a 30-day challenge. We are going to be in an a exclusive group. So you have to pre-order the journal in order to get in the group. So make sure that you pre-order this journal, you guys, so that you you can be a part of this. So for 30 days, we are going to commit to spending time with God every single day. And you're going to use your journal to do it. Now, the great thing about the journal is the prompts for the morning and evening are very, very short. So it, you can literally just give five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening. That's it. You know, you don't have to jump in. Remember, we talked about setting smaller goals. You don't have to jump in and be spending four hours a day with God. You know, just give him five minutes in the morning and 
and five minutes in the evening using this journal. That's it. So for 30 days, that's what we're going to all do together. We're going to be in an exclusive, uh, probably a Facebook community. So once you pre-order this, um, I will send you out the instructions closer to the, the challenge start date. So the challenge is going to start on April 1st. So make sure you pre-order this journal as soon as possible so that you can make sure you get it and you're ready to go by April 1st. You're not going to be able to order this thing on March uh, 30th thinking, oh, I'm going to be ready by April 1st. No, that's you. <laughs> I need time to actually ship it to you. So make sure you order the journal so that you can be good to go. I'm going to go live in our group every single day. So we're going to be able to check in, hold each other accountable for those 30 days to make sure that we're spending time with God, get any business questions answered because we are going to be talking business as well. Um, you guys can kind of be able to let it, we can we can talk to each other and let each other know what we're struggling with that day. We can share our praise reports with each other. So I'm just excited because we're going to be able to just really as a podcast community, get together and commit to being both blessed and bossed up. And then, um, yeah, so make sure you send this to your friends, you guys tell everybody, you know, to make sure they pre-order so that we can all do this together. One thing I'm really excited about too, is for the first day of the journey of the challenge I'm only asking for this from you God for one day is for us to all fast together so that fast is going to really allow us to set the precedent for this challenge and really um set the tone for what we're asking for God for. So we're going to start on April 1st. This ain't no April Fool's joke. FYI, this is real. So we're going to start on April 1st in our uh, private community. And so, yeah, you guys have to have to make sure you get that journal so that you can be a part. This is where we take things beyond just listening to a podcast every week. This is where we're able to really apply it to our lives with other people who want to do the exact same thing. So thank you guys for listening to another episode and the last episode of the Black Girl Boss podcast and I will see you guys next week for the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Talk to you soon. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. 